Episode 57 of the Ranting Weight Watch. I am your host, Donato Russo. I hope you enjoy the show today. If this is your first time here and you enjoy the show, please like, share, comment, and subscribe. If the podcast app you're listening to me on allows you to rate the show, please leave a four star. five-star rating any rating is greatly appreciated here we are it is another Friday aren't you glad it's Friday I am Friday is even more my favorite day of the week now than it ever was before because it is also podcast release day (laughs) All right, we got a packed show. Let's get into this. Journey updates. Okay, guys, yet another bad week. This is the third bad week in a row. Plus four this week. For this month of September, I am up 9.4 pounds. Total weight loss since January 2019 is 138.6 pounds remaining to get to the 150 milestone for WW is 11.4. The pounds remaining to get to the minus 175 milestone for WW is 36.4. And the pounds remaining to get to my ultimate goal, which is to lose 200 pounds and reevaluate my life from then, is 61.4 pounds. Now, usually, I've said in the past, how I have three gains in a row, I will make a change. But for the first time, I gotta say I have been battling this since weigh-in day. I have to take into consideration that I spent the majority of the month of August sick. And I dropped 19 pounds in the month of August. This was not real weight loss. This was because I was sick, could not eat, stomach issues, all kinds of stuff. And for the first time, I am hesitant. Well, in reality, now that I'm getting back to normal, I have changed nothing. I'm eating the same foods now as I was eating in July. The month of August is the anomaly because I was sick. So for the first time, I th- this, ta- this has taken a whole nother level of discipline. Even if I want to make a change, what are we going to change? You know, all kinds of stuff that I've been thinking. Everything up till August was working as it is right now. August was the anomaly month. Prostate issues and all kinds of other issues. Dropped 19 pounds in a month. This is not healthy weight loss. And I think it's obvious that now that life has returned to normal and I'm probably 99.9% uh, of my health back, I think it's easy to say that this weight gain is the correction of where am I actually at. I am going to stay the course another week. 
and we will see what happens. If you know what, if I was eating stuff I shouldn't be eating, then staying the course another week would just be ludicrous. But I'm eating the same stuff I always eat. Consistency has been my thing since the beginning, and it's going to continue now, even when my resolve is being tested. So we are going to stay the course, no changes. On with the show. <laughs> Last week, I had gone to, I don't know, three or four workshops, WW workshops, and I often go to multiple, and I make sure I, you know, the ones I attend have different people in them, you know, because a lot of my inspiration for episodes comes from people expressing their feelings in the workshop. (laughs) But last week, there was something about the workshop that inspired today's message. (laughs) And it was actually very triggering to me, the, the workshop. Well, at least part of the workshop was triggering to me last week. Because, oh, here's the thing about me, okay? Have you ever seen the movie Aliens? Came out in 1985, 86, something like that. Um, If you're paying attention, I mean, the 80s was not very technologically advanced to have sci-fi movies like they have now, okay? So... A lot of the times when you see space-related movies made in the 80s, the interior of the spaceship is just a big console with a bunch of flip switches, flashing lights, and buttons to push. (laughs) And you want to laugh a little bit, you'll watch one of these old sci-fi movies, especially like Aliens, where I'm sure there's people that think this movie is classic and they're probably angry that I'm making fun of it. But... If you really watch the actor, it's almost like the director said, okay, go in there, sit down, flip a couple of switches up, flip a couple of more uh, down, push a couple of buttons, turn some lights on, turn some lights off, and uh, we'll, we'll end the scene there. And I swear to God, time and time again, flip four up, flip four down, push a few buttons, little LEDs turn on or off. It's like clockwork. And I'm sure a bunch of you are going to go watch old old sci-fi movies just to see if I'm right. <laughs> but this is what it's like in my mind. In my mind, there's a bunch of consoles, right? But the buttons, the switches are all switches, right? But all the buttons are red. And they all represent stuff I'm passionate about. And at any given moment, you can push one of those buttons and trigger emotion out of me because I'm so passionate about the topic at hand. But there's so many things that, there's so many red buttons on my console, and these red buttons all trigger emotion. They all trigger passion in me that just sits waiting to be released. Well, last week, we had the workshop had a poll question. So I don't know if you guys attend national workshops, the virtual kind. The, when you go into the physical workshops, the like in 
studio workshops. I don't think they do the poll questions. Even when you go to the virtual workshops that represent a local location that is closed currently because of COVID or whatever have you, they don't even do the poll question. But if you go to a national coach, there's a segment where they show a poll question and then everybody in the room answers the poll question and it gives you the result based on percentages of who's sitting in the room, what was the highest answer in the room, okay? Well, last week, the poll question was this. It was about time. And if you can magically be given 20 minutes, what would you do with that 20 minutes? So now, one of the answers is to be more physical. Get out there and do something physical, some physical activity. And this answer was the top answer in every workshop I attended. 65%, 85%, 75%. I mean, all kinds of way, way up there percentages. Every, almost everybody in the room saying, I need to be, I would do something physical. And it just made me crazy. And it, it was like every time I entered a workshop, I would say, yeah, yeah, I'm going to a workshop. And then we get to the poll question and I go, oh yeah, I hate the workshop this week because the poll question drives me nuts. <sighs> it, it, there's just so much wrong with the setting of this poll question. So much wrong with it. And I'll tell you why. Because the word magic, if I could magically give you 20 minutes, magically give you 20 minutes, what would you do with it? 99.9% of the people in the planet believe magic isn't real. So how much thought was needed in reality to answer this question. These 65% of the people in one, 85% of the people in the other, all of these high percentages that answered, I would do something physical. I would do some sort of physical activity. So somebody needs to do a magic trick to get you to do something physical. Is that the idea? Is that the idea? Then, then, so I can give you magically 20 minutes, then you will do something physical? That is the only way you will do something physical? If someone somewhere can do a magic trick? How dedicated are you to this journey? If it takes a magic trick and 20 minutes for you to do something physical, how dedicated? But I got some news for you. I got some news that's going to shock you. 
in the evenings, after I'm done being a Chippendales dancer, <laughs> I am a magician. And I'm going to do a magic trick. And I'm going to help you see the magical 20 minutes that you claim not to have. And I'm going to tell you how to do it because I'm going to teach you the trick. And when you're done learning, you're going to see not only can I do this trick, but everybody, everybody can do this trick. If you have an iPhone right now, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to your settings app. I want you to scroll down until you find screen time. And then I want you to scroll until you see the option to see all activity. You'll be given a number. For example, the number on my phone says 2 hours 13 minutes. This means that the screen of my phone was lit for two hours and 13 minutes since I took it off the charger at some point. So if you unplug your phone from the charger at 7 a.m., that's what that number represents. From the minute you took it off the charger, that's how long the screen was lit. Underneath this number, you'll see the most highly used application. Now, if the first application in your screen on time or on screen time area in your iPhone is Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, there is your 20 minutes. Stop everything you're doing and get out and go for your do your physical activity. If you answered that question that you would do physical activity, I just did the magic trick that shows you exactly where your 20 minutes is. So, I'm not done yet here. Now, I have a magic trick for all of the Android users. For all of my Android users, go to settings. Look for the option that's called digital well-being. Pick the top option to go to the dashboard. And you will see the same time that your screen has spent on since you took it off the charger. You will also see the same idea, which is the most used app. I will guarantee you there is 20 minutes of on-screen time in both of these cell phones. Android, Apple, doesn't matter. There is 20 minutes there. So now everybody, stop what you're doing and do what you said you'd do. The 65, 80%, 90%, whatever it is that was in these national workshops, if you hear my voice right now, There's your 20 minutes. 
I did the magic trick. Go use it for something physical. Because the majority of you answered it because you thought that was the answer that should be said. Not it was the actual answer that you would do. You saw that it said magic there, and there's no chance anybody could do any magic to give you 20 minutes. So you answered it however you thought would sound best. That's the reality of it. That's the reality. It takes a magic trick to get you to value physical movement at all. A magic trick. So here it is. I did it. Dun, 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 dun. Abracadabra, hocus pocus. There's your magic. The great Don Julio has performed the greatest magic trick. He has given you all at least 20 minutes. At least. Well, Don, you just told us your screen is on for two hours. Am I telling you that I need those two hours? Did I go out, in spite of that phone being lit for two hours, did I go out and make my walk? Yes. Do I do that walk five to seven days a week? Yes. Am I saying you need to walk five to seven days a week? No. But I will not say, I did not answer that question. I will do something physical. It's just amazing to me. It's amazing to me that we live in this world where you need magic in order to do something that benefits yourself. We need to do magic tricks in order to get you to do something that will benefit your life, that will make you live longer, that will make you feel better, look younger. A magic trick. I'm going to take a break. Don't go anywhere. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening to the Ranting Weight Watcher. If you would like to connect on social media, we would love to connect with you. On the Weight Watchers Connect app, search for at Ranting Weight Watcher. All of our other social media links can be found at www.therantingweightwatcher.com. You can also email the show, say hello or share your story with us. Send your emails to therantingweightwatcher at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Are you interested in Ranting Weight Watcher merchandise? The Ranting Weight Watcher merchandise store is officially open for business. Head over to www.therantingweightwatcher.com, scroll down past the welcome section to find the link to the merchandise store. Thank you so much for your support of the show. If this is your first time here, and you enjoy the show, please like, share, comment, and subscribe. We are proud to announce that the Ranting Weight Watcher has been rated number 6 in Feedspot.com's Top 10 Weight Watchers Podcasts. Click the link in the show's description if you wish to see the full list. If the podcast app you are listening with allows you to rate the show, please leave a 4-star or 5-star rating, whatever is in your heart to leave. Any rating is greatly appreciated. And now, without further delay, 
Here is the star of the show, Donato Russo. And we are back. Thanks for sticking with me. So, so far today, we've been talking about a poll question in a national workshop for WW. That triggered me a little bit, triggered some passion in my life. You know, and when you hear me yelling at and screaming at you guys, it's because I'm passionate. It's not because I'm angry, necessarily. This is just a subject matter that strikes passion in me. So this, this poll question made me start thinking of all of the magical things how all of the health-related magical things that we have considered in our weight loss journeys. I want you to think back right now. I want you to really think about, try to think about how many times there was that pill on TV, on the radio, on the internet, on Facebook, whatever it is, That pill claiming to burn fat. And you thought, maybe this is the one. Because you know you purchased it many times before. Hello, I'm not the only one here. Let's not pretend I'm the only one in the room that purchased fat burn pills. You all did it. Every last one of you. It's not about if you did it. It's about how many times did you do it? How many times did you think to yourself, maybe this one will actually work in spite of how many countless times you spent money on previous pills and for all you know, those pill bottles are still sitting in some drawer somewhere because you never actually finished them because they never actually showed any results. Because you somehow believed you can pop this pill and still still go eat a cheeseburger, some fries, and a, and a a milkshake, and burn fat. How many times? And it doesn't end there either. We put value in these things. We idolize. These things become almost like idols in our, in our midst. You hear somebody, uh, they're doing some exercise routine. And you're like, ooh, ooh, I got to try that exercise routine. Do you really need to try that exercise routine? The exercise routine you're doing, can you honestly tell me you're consistent in it? However many days a week. Is it that same amount of days every week? Is it the same amount of time every day? Is it the same distance every day? Is it the same speed every day? Are you consistent in what you're currently doing? It's like... You know, when the the photographer has to distract the children, so he makes like, oh, look at the birdie. You always think there's something better. You always think there's something you're missing. Where if you just once go for consistency in your life, 
And whatever it is you're currently doing, ask yourself, am I consistent in this? And answer yourself truthfully. If you committed to yourself three days a week, 20 minutes a day to walk, I don't care what days they are. I don't care if they're three days in a row. Did you do it? Are you doing it consistently? How many times have you not done it consistently? If the amount of times you weren't consistent is far higher than the times you were, what makes you think switching exercise routines is going to be the answer? How is this magical exercise routine going to change your habits? You're ignoring the problem. The problem is that your habits need to be worked on, not the magical exercise routine, and certainly not a magical pill. Sometimes I get emails, I get text messages, whether it's on Instagram or whatever it is, and someone's asking me, what do I eat? Can you, can you make a list of all the things you eat? And it does not bother me to do this for anyone. But it, it does trigger passion in me. Because I don't believe it is the food I eat as much as it is when I eat it, how I eat it, where I eat it. I mean... I am so regimented with the way I do things. I don't think, as long as the food you're making could be considered a good choice by whatever weight loss program you're on, I don't think it matters. So why, why ask me what foods I'm eating if you just don't know anything and you need something that would be considered a good choice, then I understand the question. But if you know some things that you do like and you just don't think they're good enough because someone else is getting better results and you need to know what they're doing so you can get the same results, you're wrong. You need to do what you like. You need to eat the foods you like. Because eating foods you don't like because someone else dropped 140 some odd pounds, it doesn't guarantee anything. Do you understand what I'm saying here? It has nothing to do with the fact that I'm taking screenshots and sending you emails and text messages and using my time to do that. I give my time to so many people to help them and it is my pleasure to do that because there's nothing more in this world that I want is to make you realize the things that I have realized this time in my pursuit of a healthy lifestyle. I've tried to lose weight so many times in my life, but it was never there because I was not there. You get out from this lifestyle what you put in. If you give half the effort, maybe you get half the result. If you give it all, if you give it everything you got to the point where you're going to drop on your face in exhaustion, you'll get what you put in. So it doesn't bother me to send these things to people. 
but it bothers me to, to think that they would actually follow the exact same things that I eat. Number one, what if I'm bigger than you? If you ate everything I ate and I'm bigger than you, wouldn't it cause you to gain weight? Obviously, right? So if you need ideas of what is considered a good choice, I completely understand. I'm going to say that again. I would completely understand if that is your goal. But if it's your goal to just find out what I eat so you can eat it, so you can lose 140 pounds the way I did, makes zero sense. Zero. You have to find out what you like. The things you put in your mouth, you have to like them. You have to like the taste. You have to like it. You can't... I, I've said yes... I have said food is fuel a thousand times, and I firmly believe that, but there's certain fuel I refuse to put in my mouth. As many times as I tried salmon, I cannot take the consistency. I will not eat it. (laughs) That's just one example of many. One example of many. Textures are a big problem for me. Textures. If something's not the right texture. So in the same token, what I eat on a daily basis, it may not be what you like. But we also need to pay attention to, at the same time, what our body requires. There are some people that overeat on carbs because they like the carbs. Can you lose weight overeating carbs? Well, I mean, well, if you stay within your points, can you eat lose weight eating carbs? I'm sure you can. I am sure you can. There is a wall, just like everything else. Eventually, you hit a wall where you need to make a change. And it's not because you're eating the same foods day after day. Because food is fuel. Has nothing to do with that. It has to do with the amount of calories you're taking in, what it does for your body, and does your body need, I mean, not just even, calories is such a bad word to use here. It's not calories. It's the nutrients the food has. Okay? If the food you're eating has plenty of sugar, no protein, some fat, but it's still considered a good choice because it's, I don't know, somebody called it light, Somewhere along the line in the manufacturing process, the FDA said, yeah, that light, this light cookie is low calorie and good for you. Okay? Does that mean that should be all you eat all day long? No. Does that mean you should eat it every day? No. As you drop weight, your body starts to require certain nutrients. And a lot of people... Never even get into this. And I will eventually break into macronutrients. Right now, I'm having success doing things the way I'm doing them. I don't have a need to break into it, so I'm saving it. It's on the back burner. But macronutrients and the study of it, how it works, and what you need to do to uh, figure out what macronutrients are and how to work them into your life, uh, what your body needs specifically, that is on the back burner for me. Because eventually I know what I'm doing now won't work anymore. 
And it won't be because it's the same food day after day after day. I have been eating the relig- as religiously as I do. I have been eating this way for over a year. I am down nearly 150 pounds. There's the myth that eating the same foods will stop you from losing weight is false, at least the way you understand it. Eating the same foods on a daily basis may stop eventually the weight loss, but it'll because it'll be because your body requires different nutrients at that time. Not because it's the same food repetitively and your body is used to burning it. Such crap. I I I met bodybuilders in the gym when I was going to see when I was able to pay for a trainer twice a week and I was going or once a week, whatever it was. When I was going to that trainer once, I, I met bodybuilders. These guys were champion bodybuilders and they're, you know, like past their prime or whatever, but they're still in there day after day working their craft. And these guys were enormous. And you think I eat religiously? Those guys make me look relaxed. They make me look relaxed. Because they know, they know they studied what their body would need. If they would start to demand certain things of their body, they knew their body would need extra fuel, certain kinds of fuel. So they studied what they needed to do and they implemented it. And being as uh, muscular and of the build that they are, I would say that they are successful. And I would say that those guys, some of those guys were major role models in my life. And I wish I had contact with them now. Not like I couldn't rejoin the gym just to try and get in contact with them. But you could see their dedication. You could see what they were doing. At some point, everything you do is not enough. On the exercise side, you can do the exact same thing. I walk three miles a day, five days a week. At some point, three miles a day, five days a week will not be enough. So you, you're you at one level and you want to get to the next level, you have to do what it takes to get to the next level. Put in some work, do it faster, harder, sweat more, whatever it is. Figure it out and do it. And the same thing goes with eating. The same, eventually you hit that wall and you can't eat the same thing you eat religiously seven days a week now anymore because your body has different nutrient requirements. And if you don't meet those nutrient requirements, you will stop losing weight and you will get frustrated. You will get quit. Not because you're doing something wrong. It's because of the lack of knowledge. We always have to be seeking Knowledge to be better, to improve ourselves. Always seeking the next bit, the next tidbit of information. We're going to take a break. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back.
nothing can stand in my way. Because I am an unstoppable force. My challenges crumble in my presence. Because I am so strong. My insecurities no longer have power over my life because I am so confident. My mistakes are my choices and I am okay with this because I am so intelligent. The mirror and scale can no longer haunt me because I am so beautiful. I can face any circumstance with unwavering support because I am so loved. The demons of my past can no longer haunt me because I now love myself. All things are possible as long as I believe because God is on my side. I will achieve all of the goals not if but when because I have no boundaries. I am the champion of my story because I do whatever it takes to win. No one can take what I've done away from me because I am the author and the hero of my story. I'm coming. Victory is mine. Because I am enough. for sticking with me. We've been talking today about magic solutions to real problems, in essence. In this final segment, I'm going to be as real as I can be. Because you know what? There is no easy way out. There are no shortcuts there is no magic pill, no magic exercise routine, no magic foods. There is only this. There is your goal. Make a decision what that goal is. If you have no goal and you're doing this blindly, I don't know how you're doing it. I don't know. If you're just going through motions, you, I, I feel like you'll get frustrated eventually. You have to be working towards something. 
I don't care if it's a small goal. I don't care if it's one big goal and a bunch of small goals. I don't care. You have to have a goal. Okay? A current goal, a future goal, whatever it is. And you have to know that with that goal, there are no shortcuts to get there. There is only work. There is this amount of work to get to where you want to be. X amount. Whatever that amount is, you need to figure it out and do it. And it's all-encompassing. It is mindset. It is eating. It's exercise. To get to this goal, you will need to achieve certain things in your mindset, certain things in your eating habits, certain things in your physical activity in order to get there. As quick as you can discover just how much work that is to get to the goal you've set for yourself, then you'll be able to decide, am I willing? I'm willing. If you decide I'm willing, now you need a plan. Make a plan and do the work. I, for, you know what? For one second, for one second, I just want you to think about this. I want you to think about how many years, how many years it took you to get to the point you're at right now. I don't know if you're on the decline right now. I don't know if you're on the climb right now. Whatever it is, how many years have you been to get to this point? Maybe I should do it more specifically. From the day you started your workout or your exercise and uh, health weight loss program, whichever one that is, keto, weight watchers, whatever you're doing, from that day, Going backwards, how many years did it take you to get there? I could tell you briefly. In 2004, I was 460 pounds. I had gastric bypass. In one year, I went from 460 to 277. In the next 15 years, 15 years, I went from 277 to 396. That's my number. 15 years. I'm a little, I'm almost three years here. Come January. Even still today, three years worth of work down the, down the drain. I am past the 277 that I started, that I got from gastric bypass and I'm lower than that now I still have plenty to lose plenty and I still have nothing to complain about because I'm not even three years in yet I took 15 years of my life putting it on not giving a crap now I'm going to pretend to give a crap and complain that it's taking three years to take it off no That's not how it works. Because you know what? Everybody says it. It's harder to take off than it is to put on. So if I wasted 15 years of my life putting it on, I have nothing to complain about. Nothing. 
And I would say, I would hazard a guess that the majority of you with that same logic have nothing to complain about either. So back to what I said before, figure out what your goal is, figure out just how much work you need to do to get to that goal and put in the work. Put in the work. Well, Don, I I don't have the time. I already proved, I already did the magic trick that gave you some of that time back. But you know what? It's all bullshit. Anybody who says they don't have time to do something, it's all bullshit. Because everybody, every single one of us gets 86,400 seconds a day. 86,400 seconds. And it's your choice to do what you want with those 86,400 seconds. Your choice. And those seconds never stop. They just keep going, whether you're moving or not. When you're sleeping, when you're eating, when you're watching TV, when you're scrolling through Facebook, those seconds are rolling. And the same as you, the richest people on the planet, the most successful people on the planet, they have the same 86,400 seconds. I wonder how much time they spend scrolling through Facebook. I wonder how much time they spend sleeping. Because my mindset is sleep is for successful people. I'm not successful. So I don't get sleep. I put in the work by any means necessary. If that is one hour less of sleep so that I can get that one hour walk in, then that's what I'm doing. So I can say I put in the work. The only difference between us and those the most successful people on the planet is they figured out how to use their 86,400 seconds better than we do. And until we figure out the best way to use ours, we may never achieve the success, the level of success they achieve. But time... It's the great equalizer. It does not matter your sex. It does not matter your religion. It does not matter your skin color. It does not matter. None of it. None of it. Because everybody has a choice of how to use their time. As soon as you realize that the fact that you think you can say, you don't have time to do something, the sooner you realize that that it's because of your choices that you think you don't have that time, the better off you'll be. Because in the end of it all, we all make time for the things we love the most. Sometimes we don't realize that the things we love the most, they can kill us much sooner than we actually think possible. If you make time for your favorite television show, if you're watching One Life to Live or or, uh, General Hospital or one of these daily, if you're giving one hour a day to that, but you can say, I don't have time to work out, 
I don't know what to tell you. You, you really got to grasp this. I can only say so much, and you can only hear me say so much, but you actually at some point have to listen to what I'm saying. There's a difference between hearing me and listening to me. Because if you're just hearing me, I'm just a guy yelling and screaming into a microphone. I might as well be the adults in the Charlie Brown cartoons. Wah, 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 wah. It's not until you choose to listen to what I'm saying that you can begin to change your life. This life, it's not for the faint-hearted. takes dedication on levels you can't even imagine. Think about how much dedication you think you need to get to where you want to go and then triple it, quadruple it, quintuple it, whatever. It's nowhere near what you actually think it is. And I don't know how many of you will ever realize just how much work this takes. Think about how many times you've quit. Think about how many times you've returned. If you're doing things the same way as you did every other time you quit, the difference maker is not doing it again and not quitting. It's figuring out what are you not doing that would stop you from quitting. Stop looking at it as, oh, it's because I keep quitting. Something is missing where you're not making it to the next level of success because if you keep achieving the next level, if you keep continuing receiving success in everything you do, there is no way, absolutely no way, you would voluntarily quit. You would have to be a moron to quit if you achieve everything you wanted from the day you started and then you still just felt like quitting. A complete moron. Do it, figure it out. What is it that you need to do different this time so you don't get to the point that you quit? Figure it out and do it. Because that's the only way. That's the only way to get to the next level. And you may not like hearing me say that, but it doesn't make it less true. For everyone going in a circular motion, figure it out, fix it, and move forward. I love each and every one of you. God bless you all.